What's up, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Hello Ghostly Podcast. I'm going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan or Hello Ghostly, if you were searching for me across the interwebs. And we're back again with another fine, dabby-dozy episode of this gaming-related podcast. And hopefully you enjoy it very muchly indeed. There was supposed to be an episode last week, however, we had some technical difficulties. For some reason, the episode just evaporated from space. It disappeared off my computer and thought, no, no, bye-bye, I'm going now, and just left. So yeah, that's where that went. I was partway editing it. I saved it, thought I'll come back later and do the rest. But no, it just disappeared. It just went bye-bye. I don't know why it just did. But I digress. Let's get into this week's episode. Let's get into what I've been playing and what I've been watching. I've not been playing or watching a ton of stuff, but I have been kind of rushing my way through a new series that released on Netflix called Hoops. It's starring Jake Jonasson, I think his name is. It's the guy that plays Nick off New Girl. But basically, it's following him as a basketball coach, and he's not very good at it, basically. He swears a lot, he shouts a lot. It's an adult comedy animation thingy-majig. Think Family Guy, but less obscene, and a little bit more on the friendly side. There's a lot of swearing, obviously, but there's a lot less blood and guts and naughty things that are happening throughout but it's an overall good show what i've enjoyed so far i'm currently on the last episode i think i got one more episode to go and i'm going to try and finish that before tomorrow which is the 4th of september because for one it's game release day we've got avengers tony hawk and nba 2k 21 releasing i'm only picking up one of those games and i'm picking up the tony hawk collector's edition so that should be coming if you want to see that it'll be on my instagram page just a shameless promotion that's at hello ghostly if you'd like to go take a peek have a gander at that delicious instagrammy goodness page i like to take lots of photos i post there daily so if you like that type of thing go ahead and drop a follow if you may but i digress i'm enjoying the show very muchly indeed but i'm trying to get that finished before tomorrow because the boys season two releases and i'm very excited about that i also have cobra kai season one and two to catch up on because it's just come to netflix they've also confirmed that a season three will be coming to netflix because netflix picked it up so that's very nice indeed so that's what i've been watching i've been enjoying hoops having a great time but I've also been playing a total of Apex Legends and one other game, and that one other game is Battletoads. I've been playing Battletoads, and I've been enjoying parts of it. So the parts that I've enjoyed are the beat-em-up stuff. I like the Streets of Rage-style beat-em-up games. I'm just all about that life. But sadly, this game has, like, half the game is spent in those beat-em-up levels, and the rest of it is spent doing mini game rubbish and then the last like act of the game which is one third of the game is complete and utter garbage this isn't really spoilerific but if you do want to go in blind to this game then turn off like the next 60 seconds or so but basically what happens in that last act is you jump between two different types of levels and those levels are a subpar platformer and a space shoot 'em up which is also okay it's not bad and they alternate for six levels it just goes back and forth i'm not a fan of that it was terrible towards the end overall it brought my feelings down on the game majorly like originally if it was just more of the beat 'em up stuff and it ended on like act two i would have given this game like a six or a seven where now it's getting like a five or a four it's kind of left a really sour taste in my mouth sadly i did 
finish the game though. I did complete it. It took a total of like two hours and 50 minutes. I think I did play on one of the lower difficulties. I'm not going to say which one because I don't want to out myself on what I played on. But basically I played on like normal and got through it pretty quickly, pretty easily. And it was okay. It was an okay game. It was a nice thing that took up a little bit of time in my life. And we all need a little bit of time taking up in right now with everything that is going on with the world. It's nice to have something that's just mindless and just fun, but basically we're still rubbish. Like this episode. I joke, hopefully this episode is not rubbish, but let's get into some gaming news, shall we? Because Xbox Series X has resurfaced again, but this time on official documentation. So, this was posted by the Twitter user known as Bravian Brendan, who posted an image of a brand new controller he purchased because he recently had one that broke, so he needed a new one, so he ordered it from the official Microsoft store, and what came with it is normal documentation that you normally get, but also an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscription trial. And in that trial, it specifically mentions the Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S by name in small print. So at Bravery Brendan wrote the following in regards to the image. I got a new controller for my Xbox since mine was broken. Interestingly enough, the Game Pass Ultimate Trial Code sheet mentions the unannounced at Xbox Series X. It's definitely a thing. So yeah, this is pretty much confirmation. They were obviously planning to announce the Xbox Series S by now and have yet to do so. Again, I think this is due to pricing. I think that they're going to heavily undercut sony with the xbox series s i think that's their plan there and hopefully that is the case because they would have a winner if they did so but like i said there's no official announcement hopefully we'll get one shortly though because i'm getting really frustrated with having no price or no date as such for the xbox series x the xbox series s the playstation 5 and the playstation 5 digital edition it is kind of rubbish that we've still not got a price or date i think this is really annoying i understand that they have to launch this year because if they try to launch next year it's going to be a big difficult situation with everything going into a somewhat recession after this whole pandemicness that i think maybe that we're gonna be having a lot of people are gonna be tighter with their money and have a lot more struggles and things of that nature so obviously they want to get it out now while people still have some moolah in their pocket so yes i digress i just think it's rubbish that we don't have a release date or even a price like it's coming out supposedly in november which is like two months away we don't have a price we don't have a release date and they expect us to buy these consoles like how are we going to buy them if we don't know how much money we need to put away like i have to save money to get a next generation console luckily enough i already have a rough estimate of what i think it's going to be and i've got that saved away but it is kind of frustrating that they still have yet to announce anything i don't like it i don't like it one bit Something I do like is Ubisoft, and they have confirmed the date for the next Ubisoft Forward event, and it will be happening on September 10th. They also confirmed that the new Ubisoft Forward that will be happening in September will feature some updates from the teams behind Watchdog Legion, Hyperscape, and Rainbow Six Siege. They've also confirmed this weekend that the game formerly known as Gods as Monsters is now called Immortals Phoenix Rising. 
I personally prefer Gods and Monsters. I think it's a better title. It's also a better logo. If you see the logo of the two side by side, the Gods and Monsters logo is so much better. In my opinion, I think it's a way better name than Immortals Phoenix Rising. Immortals Phoenix Rising just sounds like a mobile spin-off title that... I'm never going to play. But apparently that game is also going to be featured heavily during the show, alongside some more yet-to-be-revealed surprises. That's surprises with an S. So that's multiple surprises. So hopefully we'll have something fun to look forward to. Maybe a new Splinter Cell game, even though we say this every time and we never get it. Maybe something to do with Mario and Rabbids. That would be nice to get a sequel to that game because that was a fine video game over there on the Nintendo Switch. Maybe we get something Prince of Persia related. That would be nice too. Beyond Good and Evil, not happening. We ain't seeing that dog. No way, Jose. But yeah, it's going to be an interesting one regardless. If you do decide to watch the show, it will be on at 12pm BDT, which is roughly around 8pm BST on September 10th. And if you do decide to watch via your own Ubisoft login on the official Ubisoft website, you will also be able to claim in-game rewards for the following games. Hyperscape, For Honor, Rainbow Six Siege and Watch Dogs Legion. So that's something nice for you to have there. Something awesome and tangible for watching a show if that's what floats you about i'm getting to the point where i'm really sick and tired of these events now it's getting extremely tiring of gaming events especially since most of them have been mediocre i'm really hoping that ubisoft saved all the stuff that they were going to show in their prior ubisoft forward in this one but we'll see on that front. Maybe we'll see some Far Cry 6 gameplay as well. That is also something that is probably a shoe in there, is that we see some gameplay on that one. But yeah, hopefully we've got something from this event. If it's anything like the last Ubisoft event, I won't be watching another Ubisoft event after this one because I'm extremely tired of these gaming events. There's just too many of them. I prefer E3. Just give me one whole week of all these gaming goodness. We can get over the trash stuff easily then. We can say, hey look, EA Play might have been terrible, but Square Enix is next. And we don't need to think about EA Play because there's another company coming up that can knock it out of the park. Basically, I'm sick of the release schedule of these shows this year i hope it doesn't return i hope e3 does come back please come back e3 we miss you we miss you <laughs> enough about my mental breakdown let's get on to some fortnite news because the fine people of epic games has added a black panther statue however it does not coincide with the passing of the actor known as chadwick boseman a spokesperson for epic said the following as with the rest of the world, we were greatly saddened to learn of the passing of actor Chadwick Boseman. The Black Panther monument arrived this morning as part of a previously planned narrative for the new Chapter 2 Season 4. So yeah, it is kind of a coincidence. It is nice to see players actually going and using this and posting photos online to kind of pay respects towards the actor. I personally think it's a super sad situation and it is nice to see epic whether on purpose or not somehow have some form of homage to Chadwick Boseman and the character he played with Black Panther the only problem is is there's probably going to be issues with this later on down the line when epic games do remove it from the map later on because they will have to move it eventually whether it be due to licensing with Marvel or maybe they do keep it there I don't know we'll have to wait and see on that front but it is kind of a nice little nod to the actor after everything that's gone on recently in regards to that 
On to some happier news, Xbox's Game Pass lineup for September has been announced and it's a doozy. The first game that will be coming out will be Crusader Kings 3 on PC and it will be joined by Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, Tell Me Why Chapter 2 and Tohu Lunar Nights on both console and PC on September 3rd. On the console side of things, Jackbox Party 4 will be on that specific version of Game Pass, with World War Z coming specifically to the PC side of Game Pass. But that's not all, there's some more video games, because on September 8th, the PC will be getting Star Renegade, followed by Disgaea 4 Complete Plus on September 10th, and then... On consoles, you'll be able to get Hotshot Racing and Tell Me Why Chapter 3 launching on the same day. So that game's coming out pretty quickly. They're pushing that one through, getting it out there for you to play real quick. But not just that, Xbox Game Pass will also be getting two Destiny expansions in the form of The Shadow Keep and Forsaken, both confirmed for Game Pass for console and PC. However, the date has yet to be announced. There is no exact date, but one would assume it's coming in September. There are some games, though, that will be leaving the service in the form of NBA 2K20 and Red Dead Redemption 2 leaving on September 7th, followed by Gunner Blueberry Edition and Jump Force, which will both leave on September 15th. So if you are into any of those things, then they're available and not available at the same time. Yay. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm going crazy, basically. But let's get on to the next news story before I go on to a big old ramble. Basically, Game Pass good, Xbox good, PlayStation good, everybody good. But yeah, I digress. The Xbox will apparently share Xbox Series X price date when they're ready. So who said what, you're wondering? So, in response to a fan on Twitter, the Xbox UK marketing lead and Xbox on host Samuel Bateman confirmed the news by saying the following. I understand everyone is excited to know and people want to plan purchases, etc. We'll let you know when we're ready. And then responding to someone else on Twitter, he added the following. If I could tell you, I would. Like I said, when we're ready... We'll tell you, smiley face. Why aren't you ready? Why isn't the price ready? It's supposed to be out in two months. How is there no person ready over at Microsoft? How do you not know what the price is? You know what the price is. You know what the price is. And something that ties into like previously Phil Spencer said, he said that he had the backing from Microsoft to have a fluid price. What that means to me is they're waiting for Sony to respond so then they can respond at a slightly lower price but they probably have a price that is significantly lower that they can go to. So say, for example, the PlayStation 5 is 500 sterling pounds, okay? It's 500 pounds in the UK. And then you've got Xbox who are going to then come out and say, okay, the Xbox Series X is 450. What I can probably imagine in my mind is what they have over there. Like, here's the lowest point that we can go to. This is the willing that where Microsoft is willing to go. And here's the highest point that we can really charge our consumers for the console. And I think what they're waiting to do is to find out where Sony is going to land so they can just undercut them, basically. They don't want to go all the way down to that bottom number if Sony is going to be £500. They don't want to go all the way down to £350 because they're taking a massive loss then. Something that they would unnecessarily need to do if it's being sold for £500. But then again, if Sony does like £400 then they've got £350 that they can 
putting full back on and take a major loss on. But they're not going to take extra loss for the sake of taking an extra loss. So I think they do have some form of price scaling in mind. But I think they have a lowest point, a highest point, and then an undercutting point, basically. So they're just waiting to see where Sony places their price so they can then undercut them in some form. Obviously, they don't want to come out and say, right, we're going to be £350 in the UK. And Sony come out and be like, well... We can do 450. There's not a huge jump in difference. There is a hundred pound in price difference, which is quite a bit to most people. But if they were 450, then Microsoft could have gotten an extra 50 pound out of people by going at 400. So I think that's basically what they're doing: is they're waiting to see where Sony lands, so then they can land just slightly cheaper, just to edge them out a little bit, because that's all they need to do with Game Pass having all these games day and date, and then you have some possible big Game Pass announcements coming up as well as Xbox Live maybe going free to play. We don't know on that front. We'll have to wait and see. But there are some big consumer-friendly motions that are coming up, so they only have to undercut them by a little bit, and I think they're going to win out this generation, in my opinion, because money speaks more than what you think. Money speaks more than what you think. If it's cheaper, then people are just going to snap that shiz up like it's cheese on a plate and go nom 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 I digress let's get on to the last news story of the day Dead by Daylight will be getting a next gen release as well as some new updates coming to the game this was announced by the developer themselves otherwise known as Behaviour Interactive who announced Dead by Daylight will be heading to next generation consoles later this year and that players will be able to carry over their progression and upgrades to the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 versions of the game for no extra charge can we please just everybody give this company a tap on the back give them a round of applause because they're not nickel and diamondous like activision or 2k on top of this the current versions of the game that includes xbox one playstation 4 nintendo switch google stadia and pc will be getting some new changes to the game which is named the realm beyond the realm beyond will give the game a brand new visual overhaul which will come over the next few months that will include updates to the game's visual graphics lightings animation and much more Players can also expect even more environmental elements in the Killing Grounds, with the maps getting significant tweaks starting with the Springwood and Yanoka Estates locations. But that's not all, there will apparently be more realistic modelling and textures that are going to be coming for the characters as well. This will also apparently be directly related to each character's lore to ensure more consistency between the game and its story. So that's very nicely indeed. The first update of The Realm Beyond will be expected to be available on September 8th. So that's coming very soon. And that will be available on Dead by Daylight on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Google Stadia and PC. I'm personally have never played this game. I got into the Friday the 13th game. I played a ton of that with some friends. Didn't actually get into Dead by Daylight. It's not actually my personal cup of tea when it comes to genre of video games. I'm not really into horror. I'm a bit of a scaredy cat when it comes to those types of things. So I tend to avoid it like the plague personally. 
But yeah, I digress. It's very nice to see these games moving on, especially Dead by Daylight, because I know it did very, very well, and it does very well. So it's pretty cool to see it moving over to the next generation of console. And that is going to be it for the video game news for this episode. However, we are not done with the show because we always have one last segment of the show, and, and that is Ghostbox. Ghostbox is an ever-rotating segment where each and every week you'll find something different in the show. It's kind of like a loot box, except it's free and you don't get a bunch of trash you're never going to use afterwards. This week's Ghostbox is going to be What's Coming. What's Coming is a big old list of all the games releasing in an upcoming month. This week we'll be focusing on all the upcoming releases in September, mainly because we're in September, so it makes sense to talk about that, but we're going to do it anyway, okay? Because we like video games and that's what we want to talk about is the video games so let's start things off with september 4th that we'll see the release of doraemon story of seasons on ps4 i'm pretty sure story of seasons isn't that the new game that is being made by the harvest moon developers but they're not harvest moon anymore they can't use the title because they went their own separate ways from the studio but yes i think that's what's going on there i could be wrong on that front though i'm highly likely that i am wrong we'll also see some releases of some other games on that day though because marvel avengers will be available on pc ps4 xbox one and stadia and also tony hawk pro skater one plus two on pc ps4 and xbox one and also nba 2k 21 it's a pretty stacked day i'm going to be playing some tony hawk's pro skater one plus two i'm going to try and get this episode finished today so i can get it up for tomorrow but as of when that goes up i'll be already playing tony hawk so i'll probably talk about it next week but i'm excited to get my collector's edition of that game then on september 8th we'll see the release of avici invector encore edition on nintendo switch kingdoms of amalur re-reckoning on pc ps4 and xbox one and akunako madness on pc ps4 xbox one and switch i probably butchered that completely but what are you going to do about it nothing except move on to the next date which is september 9th which will see the release of the outer worlds peril on gorgon and that's a DLC that will be available on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Looking forward to this one very muchly indeed. Hopefully I get Tony Hawk finished somewhat so I can then jump on to Outer Worlds and have a great time there. Then on September 10th will be the release of Bounty Battle on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Redneck Ed Astro Monster Show on PC. And Borderlands 3's new DLC which kind of going off the top of my head i think it's called psycho krieg and the mind of fuster cluck or something like that it's going to be available on september 10th on everything that borderlands 3 is on i can't remember i don't have it in my show notes but i'm just remembering it now as we're recording it's called borderlands 3 it's dlc 4 just type that in i'm sure you'll find it anyway i digress september 11th we'll see the release of internal drift on pc ps4 xbox one and switch followed by bpm bullets per minute on pc on september 15th as well as eFootball pairs 2021 season update which is the pairs 2021 on pc ps4 and xbox one as well as spelunky 2 on ps4 i like the original spelunky it was a fun diversion from life yay spelunky that was close to a very dodgy word 
September 17th, we'll see the release of Medieval Dynasty on PC as well as Pacer on PC, PS4 and Xbox One. September 18th, we'll see the release of Crisis Remastered on PC, PS4 and Xbox One. Surprised that one is coming out. Earth Defense Force 5 also is going to be available on PS4 in retail and WWE 2K Battlegrounds on PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch and Stadia. So if you want to do some wrestlies, you can wrestle as the Hulk of the Hogans and the Rocks and the Corners, otherwise known as Edge. Let's get on to the next game, which will be available on September 20th, which is called Hello Neighbor on Google Stadia. But is anybody really playing Stadia in 2020? Probably not. Then on September 22nd is the big release of 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim on PS4. I don't like that weird rim. Not a fan of it. And it's then followed by this next game on September 23rd, which is just a happy coincidence or unhappy if you're on the receiving end. And that is Unrailed on PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, as well as Untitled Goose Game will be getting its co-op update on PC, PS4, Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. We're almost there. We're almost at the end. We've got September 24th, which will see the release of Going Under on PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Little Big Workshop on Xbox One, Serious Sam 4 on PC and Stadia, and Tears of Avia on PC and Xbox One. We've got a couple more days here. We've got September 25th, which is the big one because it's going to be releasing Ampersat on PC, DreamWorks Troll Hunters Defenders of Arcadia on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, Mafia Definitive Edition on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia, one that I'm very excited about. Cannot wait to play that one. Then we've got Zengion on Switch, and then the last Two days on September 29th, we'll see the ultimate Kawasawa Bazooka on PS4 and Nintendo Switch, The Walking Dead Onslaught on PC, VR and PSVR, and then the last day of the month, September 30th, we'll see the release of Baldur's Gate 3 on PC and Stadia. That was a hell of a lot of games that we just managed to get through, but we got through them. We did it. We're still going. We're still alive, but we're still striving. That's how we do. I said striving, but I said it weirdly. I don't know why. I just did. But I'd like to thank you all for listening to another episode of the Hello Ghostly podcast. That has been my time for this week's episode of the show. Before I go, though, I'd like to just point you into some directions of some social media stuff. First off, I've got the website known as HelloGhostly.com if you want to go there and to catch up on all your gaming news as well as some podcasty stuff and just keep up with me in my day-to-day goodness that is where it's at also in addition to that you can find me on instagram which is at hello ghostly i post there daily and i am thriving over there i'm doing so well on that platform and i like it very much indeed i just really enjoy taking photos i'm excited to do it and i'm gonna go do some now after this recording so that's the plan there i'm gonna do that and then i'm gonna edit this episode so that's what i'm going to be doing but yes that's pretty much everything i'd like to thank you once again for listening to this week's episode and i hope you're all staying safe and staying masked up and as always i will catch you in the next episode of this fine gaming podcast but until then ghostly out (laughs) 